Hey there, welcome back to another podcast here of Faith Marketplace, where we equip individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners with resources plus community to make a kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. And boy, have I got a dandy for you today. I'm Bob Lambert, the host of Faith Marketplace and the founding partner of Samurai Business Group. At Samurai, we offer entrepreneurs, individuals, small, mid-market companies, and their teams advanced business development and sales skills training. Most of our clients report that they have doubled or tripled their top-line revenue within 12 to 18 months. At the Samurai Business Group, we say, we put the win back in your sales. And boy, I can't wait to get to this interview today because, well, I have to tell you folks a little background story about this. She was on her way to the studio to do uh, you know, an interview back with us in December, and she had an accident. And thank God she wasn't hurt or the baby that was in the car with her wasn't hurt. So... Judy Maldano is with us today. Judy, you're in the house. How you doing, girl? Good. I'm great. How are you? I'm excellent. Welcome. Welcome. Thank Finally, you. we get to get you, get you in studio here and be I able know. to do this. You got um, me before I even got my car back. Oh, is that right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, I know. Were they able to repair it? They are. Hopefully. I still don't have it back. They're thinking another two weeks. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. But and thank God you weren't hurt and the baby wasn't hurt. That yes, was the big thing. It was scary. <laughs> it was scary. I know you were a little shook up. Well, hey, let's um, let's tell the audience. You gave me something that was inspirational to me, but I'd like the, you to share it with the audience. Uh, your life quote, your verse. What is that, and why is that important to you? Absolutely. So my life verse is Matthew six thirty three: Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Um. You know, especially when I first started out in business and I, I really hadn't given my life to the Lord yet. It was ah. actually during that time period that I did. And before, you know, when I was trying on my own effort, you, you just kind of feel like you're plugging holes. You know, you're trying to, to get to this vision of success that you think you have to get to. And, um, and you just can't do it on your own. But when I really surrendered my life to, to Christ and realized that the only thing my life needs to focus on is following him, and seeking him and he'll put everything else into play. I just gave me so much freedom and I was able to experience his grace and fulfillment of everything that I was looking for in every aspect of my life. Oh, that's fabulous. Well, I got to back up a little bit because the audience doesn't really know about you that much. And Judy <laughs> is the owner, because we're going to talk a lot about this, of the law office of Judy Maldonado. And she uh, is in Gurney, Illinois, and her practice. And we're going to get a little bit more into that in the next segment. But um, what I really want you to do is share with the audience, which we always ask the question, did you come out a bouncing baby Christian girl? It sounded like maybe not. (laughs) I did not. So I'm actually, I'm East Indian, and I'm first generation in the U.S. And my grandfather was the president of the Indian Pentecostal Church in our state in India. So I I did grow up in the church. Um, I grew up in the Indian Pentecostal church in America, but I really didn't have, um, a close walk with God myself. And it was, I was a Sunday school teacher. I did all the right things. I had head knowledge. Um, but as a teenager, I made lots of awful choices, um, Mm -hmm. went to college and, you know, it was actually, there was a moment in college where I had kind of hit rock bottom and I, I, a friend of mine came and said, would you like to go to church with me tomorrow? And I said, sure, I'll go to church with you. Um, and I remember telling God, like, if you're, if you're real, I need you to meet me here. 
because really? I, wow. yeah. And I, I remember what I was wearing. Like I went to church with a, with a purpose that morning. We walk into this church and it's a church of about 1500 people. And um, the whole audience, it was a predominantly African-American church. The pastor gets up on stage and he is Indian from the, the same state that I'm from. Whoa. <laughs> so oh my like, goodness. Wow. Yeah, so I said, maybe this is, maybe like this is, he's going to say something that specifically speaks to me. And it was a great message, but there wasn't anything that was specifically to me. So I was about to leave a little disappointed. And a woman comes up to me in the aisle and she says, hi to, says, hi to my friend, comes to me, shakes my hand. And she says, I know you think I've left you, but I've been here all the time. And she starts telling me these things that there's no way she could have known about my life. Wow. And um, I was crying. So I don't remember all of it, but I remember it was very personal. And as she walked away, I looked at my friend. I said, who is that? She said, I have no idea. I've never seen her before. Wow. And very shortly after that, my life just took a different trajectory. Um, I met my husband and we um, you know, started coming to church. And when we got married, I decided we needed to go to church. He grew up Catholic. I grew up Pentecostal. Like We need to find something that works for both of us. Uh, and we ended up going to an alpha course and, um, it's an in 10 week introductory course to Christianity. And it was on the Holy spirit weekend that I really, we both really surrendered our lives to Christ. Wow. And we, we asked the leaders of the ministry, if we could help, like, could we watch their people's children so that they could all come to alpha because we felt it's so important for people to go through. Right. And they asked, we actually would like to know if you guys would like to lead the ministry. And so we ended up Whoa. taking it over for nine years. We've seen oh my so goodness. many people come to Christ. Wow. We have baptized so many people. Um, it's just been amazing to watch how God has worked. And, um, you know, my husband now is an elder and we, I do women's ministry. We do safe families. So God just took over every aspect wow. of our life. And I'm so thankful. Wow. wow. And how long ago was that, Judy, that that conversion happened? This was 2005. Two five. Wow. Mm -hmm. God bless you, man. Yeah, Coming up in awesome. 20 years here, girl. I know. It's been amazing. I mean, if I somebody had told me what would happen in those 20 years, I would have said never. Yeah. So that was a, a, a person that was pretty prophetic that came up to you. Do you think maybe that was an angel on earth that had all I mean, that stuff going on? I really do. I mean, there's no way. This, there, there were some things that she said that were so specific that my wow. friend didn't even know. And wow. Yeah, I, I really, truly believe that God sent this woman and, and filled her with words for me. <laughs> and I'm oh, my gosh. Now, did you go to school here in Chicago or you grew up in Chicago? Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Gurney. And okay. I went to Illinois State for undergrad and I went to DePaul for law school. Um, Good old DePaul. I love yeah. DePaul. <laughs> I know. I was telling my daughter, my oldest daughter goes to Loyola. And uh -huh. uh, my second daughter is going to play college ball at Chatham University this fall. But nobody oh, wants wow. to follow my footsteps and go to DePaul. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to be that close. Well, a Loyola daughter, yeah, that's a, yeah, is she commuting down there or is she staying down on campus? Uh, she lives in an apartment down there. Okay, yeah. Both great schools, though. So. Yes. Chatham, I'm not familiar with. Where's that at? It's in Pittsburgh. Ah, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. And what kind of ball is she playing? Uh, basketball. Basketball. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. That's she's, great. She's a great basketball player. She's fun to watch. And she's a, she'll be an entering freshman there, or is mm -hmm. she already there? Okay. Yeah, she just That's committed. Great. So she just signed just a letter of Oh, cool. so she's a, a senior right now, so she's mm -hmm. grad, just graduating. Oh, my yeah. gosh. God bless. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's been and wonderful. And then 
Yeah, you know, and uh, I know quite a bit about your background, your faith story, you know, as to uh, some things that we have in common. And, of course, I'll put that plug in for G7 right now, G7 Networking, (laughs) because everybody knows that under Faith Marketplace, this is where we bring, you know, networking and and, uh, community and all that stuff together. And we can talk a little bit about that later. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of interested in, you know, one of the other things that is fascinating to me, after you've had this you know, what age were you when you, when you came to the Lord? Uh, I mean, really got a hold of it. 26. 26 years old. Okay. So that's a very pivotal, and thank you for sharing that, because um, we've had different stories, you know, where people have come through high school, they do check the box, like you said, did all that Sunday school, but you didn't really have a personal relationship, you know, mm-hmm. until. So, that, so were you predisposed when you went to that uh, service? That something was going to happen, or are you just because you said you dressed up and, and were you in expectation of something happening? I did. I really expected God to meet me there. You know, there had been times ah. in my life growing up where I, I knew that I had, I knew that I had a relationship with God, um, but I was running. I didn't, I didn't know um, if I could follow all of the rules that I thought God would have in place for me. <laughs> and so I used to always say, like, you know, one day when I'm married and I have kids, I can give my life to Jesus then. Uh, but I don't want to do it now in the midst of being a teenager and having fun. And my parents were really strict and now I'm out on my own and I can do anything that I want to do. And <laughs> Did you have <laughs> siblings also? No, no you said they were uh, Chris, uh, uh, Pentecostal. You, you grew mm-hmm. up in Pentecostal tradition? Yes. You, you have siblings too? or I have one older brother in D.C. An older brother. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, he kind of paved the way for you, I guess. Or was he the good one? You know? He was <laughs> he the behaved good one. Himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're the rebellious daughter, huh? prayed for every day. <laughs> and I'm sure your grandparents did too. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Oh, my goodness. That's great. So you're first generation then in this country, it sounds mm-hmm. like then. Right? Yes. Oh, that's great. That's we brought great. All of, all of my aunts and uncles, everybody in, in Gurney. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, ISU has a special part spot for me because my uh, my oldest, my daughter, you know, my only daughter, is double degreed from ISU and met oh, her husband there. So, so was uh, husband. she was first in broadcast, broadcast communications and then she, which is a great school for that. And then she ended up going into which, get, you know, had a, a stint with that. And then she said, Dad, call me up one day. She said, Dad, I'm, I'm going back to school. And I said, oh, oh, that's great. Well, what do we want to be this time? You know, and she said, <laughs> I want to be a teacher. I said, you got my full support. You're going to be a terrific teacher. That's awesome. And that's what she did. And so uh, anyway, that, yeah, so ISU has a very special part because she was, she was in broadcast, uh, you know, broadcast communications. We did a daddy-daughter broadcast newscast Aww. on camera down there. And it That's was awesome. so much fun, you know, and, and they recorded it and everything like that, you know, but it was, it was wild. We was on the, one of the parents' days down there, you know, doing that whole thing. So it was kind of wild. Well, That's listen, cool. I got to do something here. I'm proud to welcome Inbound Studio as a sponsor of Faith Marketplace. They have generously provided their talent and expertise to develop and maintain the Faith Marketplace website and now the podcast. Marshall Mullet, the owner, has a mission to help small and mid-sized businesses be more effective and efficient in getting results from their marketing marketing technology. And ours is a perfect example of that. With our vast experience, Inbound Studio builds websites using inbound marketing methodology that provides a beautiful, beautiful visitor experience that has them coming back for more. As a result, the company has evolved into the premier 
provider of web technology services and now podcasting. Uh, so I encourage you to get out there and check out inboundstudio.studio. Again, inboundstudio.studio. We'll be right back. All righty. Welcome back here. I am with Judy Moldano. She is a uh, the owner and uh, of the law office of Judy K. Moldano up in Gurney, Illinois, not far from me. And we've been talking about all the cool stuff that she's doing, but now you're going to be treated to what she really does and how much she loves that. But um, let's get. Let me ask you a question, Judy. How what, how'd you choose law? You know, to be a sure. lawyer. So I've actually always wanted to be a lawyer. I'm when I was six years old. I remember playing courtroom. Most of my friends wanted to play house, and I wanted to play courtroom and take turns being the lawyer and the judge. Uh, I think my, my parents used to watch L.A. Law, and they wouldn't let me watch, but I, I always would sneak in and kind of see the outfits that people wore, and I thought that when I grew up, I want to dress like that. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so thought. cool. <laughs> so I always well, everything, I you know, Yeah, especially when you're young, everything got these influences. But, wow, how old were you when you started playing law- lawyer? Six. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and I never wavered. My parents thought that I would, but I never wavered. I always knew I wanted to be a lawyer. So I, I started okay. practicing in 2003, um, and I worked mm-hmm. at a small general practice firm in Chicago. So one of the partners did a lot of real estate. The other partner did a lot of litigation, and um, we even did some criminal. We did a little bit of everything. So it was a really great way to see what I liked and what my niche was. Um, I realized okay. really early on I, I love real estate. It's the only happy area of law. You know, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> the only happy area of law. I love yeah. that. Hey, ben, the, let's back the, up a minute. Let the people else, you know. Sorry, let's ahead, let Bob. people know where you got your ju- jurisprudence, uh, you know, uh, uh, degree. Where did you yeah. attend? I went to DePaul, right in Chicago, ah. and I got my jurisdiction okay. there. Um, loved it, and so that's why I worked in Chicago, even though I lived in Lake County. So that that commute okay. was a lot, and I yeah. was doing it for almost ten years, and. I was actually at a Bible study, and I remember um, the question asked was, what do you fear? And I felt God put a really heart on my heart to go out and try and open my own shingle and not commute anymore, Ah. which was a blessing. So I, within three days, I actually let my office know that I'd be leaving in six months. I signed a lease for a new little spot in Gurney, um, just a little 500-square-foot office by myself. And I remember telling my husband, you know, we didn't really plan this out. So I don't have anything, I don't have furniture, I don't have anything ready for this new firm. So we drew a picture of what we would need. And and I was like, you know, wouldn't it be nice if it was cherry wood? And the next day, my landlord emailed me and said, Judy, I had a tenant leave and they left all this this office furniture. If you want anything, I'll leave the door open and go put post-its on it. Every single item of furniture in my drawing was in that office, down to the cherry wood. Wow. such a cool confirmation that I was like in being obedient to God that he was going to take care of what we needed. Um, oh man, that's awesome. Wow. Yeah, what a it, story. It was really cool. And, and I wanted yeah. to open my own firm just to be open to the call of God in my life, you know, to be able to do things. I love real estate. I love working with people. Um, I always say it's a good closing if I get a hug at the end and uh, okay. <laughs> pre COVID, that it. was a good way to test it after that made it a little hard. <laughs> Has it come um, back now? Are you getting hugs now? It has. Yeah, I got two hugs yeah. today. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, that so. is really good. Um, share a little bit more now. You 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 took that leap because it is mm-hmm. you know that's uh, it, it's tough 
to to go out and step out and do your own thing, and uh, you know with a wish and a prayer and a hope. Um, yeah. But um, obviously, you felt called into that. You felt that God's blessing was on it, especially when you saw the guy, your landlord's giving you furniture and everything like that. Yeah. That's amazing. And so, um, what what was the first thing that happened? I mean, would God bless you with a lot of clients at first, or what happened? So it's funny, you know, when, when I first started, I was hoping to have a few closings a month, and that was in uh, 2012. And okay. And you know, things were going good. I had I had clients. I was able to take clients from my my previous firm. They let me take them with me. So things were going well, and then slowly it started getting busier and busier. I speak three languages fluently, so I can do closings in three languages, um, wow. an Indian dialect and Spanish and English. Um, okay. So when word got out in the area that I also speak Spanish, my oh, yeah. business started to grow exponentially. I had to expand in 2016 to a 1,400-square-foot office, and then we expanded again in 2018 to now a 3,000-plus-square-foot office, and I know I it's beautiful. That office is beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I went from yeah. hoping to do a few closings a month to last year doing thirteen hundred closings. Oh my goodness! Oh, so oh. I had no idea what God had in store, but um, <laughs> it's been a blessing well, to be for sure. Let's let the audience know what is an ideal client for you. And I know it can be all over the lot, but what what really you know are people drawn to you, and what's an ideal client? So you know, I I love. I have a heart for first-time home buyers. Um, I'm more okay. relational than transactional, so I love getting to see people have their dream come true of getting keys. I'll never forget, I had a woman, she was in her 70s and bought her first home, and right when we were finished and we passed her the key, wow. she just started sobbing on the table, like put her head down on the, t- on the table and sobbing and saying, I never thought in my lifetime that I could do this. And I mean, all wow. of us, of course, are crying at this point. I'm like, this, yeah, is, right. this is why, yeah. This is why we That's do this. That's why you do it. This is why yeah. we do this. You know, to know. Oh, what a, oh my God, yeah. I mean, you know, many of us go into businesses, and so I'm the same way with my passion with what I do, lighting people up and seeing them excel way beyond their, you know, their dreams, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so I, I get that vibe. I get that. But you're in the moment there because yours is transaction. I'm with them for quite a while, but yours is, you know, there. Yeah. Um, so what let's give the audience a few tips as to your approach to law is relationship first and then getting down mm-hmm. to it. But what are some of the kind of the problems that they bring to you or the kind of, you know, problems that you help them with? Um, oh my goodness. Especially in real estate right now, it's been, it's been a tumultuous couple of years. So we've been right. in a seller's market where, you know, you're in multiple offer situations, appraisal gap addendums, um, you know, having to make the call, do you have an inspection and risk the deal or do you not have an inspection and risk buying a house that has a lot of issues? So a lot of these these decisions are really sensitive. And, yeah. you know, especially when you have first time home buyers who may not have a lot of extra money saved up to for a fixer upper and they're putting everything they have into this house. You've got to spend the time to sit and talk them through these issues. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, when we have home close contingencies and I've got a kickout clause and they say, you know, do we waive our contingency? What are we going to lose? And having to talk through that to help them make the, the decision. It's, um, it's important for them. It doesn't end at five o'clock. So a lot of times I find myself still here <laughs> at night, early in the morning, yep. sometimes answering emails in the middle of the night because people are up worrying. Um, yeah. but you yeah. know, recognizing that even if it's, even if it's a transaction for me, this is their whole life. And, and that's important, and that's worth my full attention. 
Yeah. Now I know that uh, having gone through it myself, there's the, there you get into the finish lane, and oftentimes, oh, there's something comes up, or you're at the you're supposed to be you got your appointment set at the mortgage company and the trust company and all that stuff, and then something comes up. How mm-hmm. frequently does that happen that you get stuff often. goes sideways? Really Too often, especially oh, lately. I've had. I had a closing last week where my clients got to the walkthrough and the, the closing had been scheduled for over three weeks. And it was a Ooh. domino closing where, you know, one person's closing and then that person's buying the next house and the next house. So there are four transactions dependent on the first transaction going. And my client gets to the walkthrough and nothing has been moved. Wow. And the clients, the sellers are elderly and their son was supposed to come help them move and he didn't show up. And oh. so now our, my buyers who are pregnant and have oh. a one and a half year old are helping the sellers move everything out. And, you know, we have to decide, are we going to still close? And because if, if we don't close, the other four closings can't happen. Oh, um, my goodness. So, you know, oh. we have to like talk through how much do you hold back? How much do you pay as a penalty? So unfortunately, a lot of these things will come up at closings. Walkthrough issues today. My clients went to do their walkthrough and the gas and the electricity were turned off already. So they can't oh. check anything because the lights will turn on. Um, I mean, there there have been so many issues where I once had my clients go do their walkthrough and they get there and the seller comes outside, running outside in his boxers, saying, <laughs> I don't have to give you keys until midnight tonight. You have to give oh me goodness. a check first. And uh, <laughs> so we have seen all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, no matter how much you prep people, these things pop up, right? I mean, I'm right. sure you got checklists, you're talking to them, make sure you do, you know, that stuff. And mm-hmm. then you also have to coordinate with the realtor, you got the mortgage company, and the, it's almost like giving birth. Everything's got to yeah. line up, you know, and it's amazing yes. to me, or home construction, you know. It's amazing to me how these deals get done. You know, it, yeah. it just really is. Uh, I've been through a number of them, so, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like expect the unexpected. Again, because yeah. you guys are stacking them, you know, and, 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 and these mortgage companies get extremely – or the, the title companies is usually where you have yes. the closing, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that, yeah. that gets pretty pretty interesting. Um, oh, yeah. Let's talk about here for just a second. What makes your, your business, your law practice any different or unique from anybody else's? So I have a pretty large staff. There's There are uh, nine of us here. And so I pride myself on having somebody always here to answer the phone. Um, And then we have people that are in charge of every aspect of your transaction. So, you know, right when I have a new contract come in, an email goes out saying, this is who you call for these questions. So you call for this question so that people will know what to expect in the process. I think that's That's sometimes the hardest thing is, you know, if I have a question about my mortgage, who do I call? You know, I don't need you to, you don't, you can call here and we'll answer all of your questions. And these are the people that will streamline it. Um, oh, that's fabulous. Wow. Yeah. And so then we'll take care of the legwork of getting everything else taken care of for you. I like to say, like, I have a lot of realtors that I work with, which I'm very thankful for. And, you know, they do the hard legwork of getting the contract accepted. So once they get it to me, I try to take it from there until we get to closing. So, you know, we order all the, the village inspections. We take care of everything for them so that all we really need them to do is do the walkthrough and come show up and we have a happy closing. And everybody gets, like our clients gets keys and everybody else gets checks. <laughs> I love it. That is fabulous. I can't believe a segment has gone by, flown by. And any last tip that you want to give people that they should be aware of, Judy, you know? No, I mean, I, you know, for anybody that was to use me, you know, I, I um, tell people all the time, like, just because our closing is done, it doesn't mean that you can't ask me questions. 
Okay. And you're not just confined to Lake County. You're all over, right? You can go Lake anywhere. Lake County, for, McHenry, and yeah. Northern Cook. Okay, great. So how are we going to get a hold of you real quick? So my um, email address is Judy, J-U-D-Y, at jkmlaw.com. Or my phone okay. number, 847-379-7300. All right. Very good. We're going to be right back with Judy here. And, and uh, we got some special stuff we're going to do in this next session. I guess okay. you can kind of cut it off where she gives the phone number if you need to, Olivia. She has uh, – ha- we're going to talk about something that's really cool because obviously this show is about faith in the marketplace. And it's how do we connect our faith and work. And there's a lot of ways of doing that. But I know that Judy, being the woman of God that she is, uh, she's got some really cool stuff that she does. And we want to share that with the audience. Uh, and also one of the things I do want to do before we do that – just to tease you a little bit, uh, are you looking for ways to increase your business? Are you hungry for business relationships that matter, that helps you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually? Well, welcome to G7 Networking with Purpose, where we form relationships that lead to quality referrals and life transformation. Experience networking with others of like mind and spirit via monthly meetings that follow a powerful format that invites interaction and connection. Immerse yourself in the proprietary G7 app sharing leads, prayer requests, and an increased visibility with the entire G7 network, which we are now in nine states, and this is growing. Chapters are forming all over the Chicagoland area and the U.S., so visit g7networking.com for details and search for a chapter near you. Uh, I, you know, I have to tell you, I am the regional manager here, manager here in Chicago going on two years now, and it, what a blessing. We've got six chapters Judy happens to be the vice president of one of those chapters, so we're going to let you know a little bit more about that later on, okay? So let's get back here to Judy. And, Judy, um, let me ask this question. When you when we look at integrating faith and work, and this can get kind of touchy because you got uh, a lot of clients from a lot of different backgrounds, okay? Mm-hmm. So um, how do you handle that, you know, with being a person of faith? Um, you know, at the beginning, especially when I first opened my practice, I still did some family law. And okay. um, it was really a, an awesome opportunity to be able to, to share faith-based um, resolution options with people. Mm-hmm. I was able to pray yep. with my clients, pray for my clients. Um, over the past 10 years, we started, my husband and I started uh, volunteering with an organization called Safe Families. And right. so we take children on temporary crisis situations and uh, we'll take care of them until their parents get back on their feet. So we've had several children over the years, and I will bring them to work with me. I take them to closings with me, and it is a great opportunity to share why. To oh, share that's that great. This is why we, we believe that God has equipped us to be able to take care of children. We love, we love kids. Um, and to share just a little bit of their story and their faith, and, it, and it's great to be able to have people ask us questions like, how do you give them away? Or how do you say goodbye when you get so attached? Um, and just to say, like, you know, sometimes doing the thing that God calls you to isn't the easy thing. Right. But you do it because that's what God calls you to. What's people's reaction to that when you tell them the story about what you're doing? It's, and, it's pretty what, awesome. And they, you know, like people say, like, oh, you're amazing. I'm like, I'm, I'm not amazing. But, right. but God is. <laughs> and I'm thankful that he lets us be part of, you know, his story with yeah. his kids. Again, I'm not taking teenagers. Then I'd probably be amazing. I'm taking babies that don't talk back. So, 
Well, I know that I led into this earlier that you had an accident coming to the show, and it was mm-hmm. one of those babies, right? Why don't you share yeah. a little bit about that baby? Yeah, he's actually, he just turned five months old. We've had him since he was, we actually brought him home from the hospital. Um, and his his dad passed away when his mom was three months pregnant. Oh, and, wow. Um, she is in prison right now, and she's working towards some solutions and being able to come out and become a mom. And we're able to FaceTime with her, and he, so she gets to see him, um, you know, and work with her extended family for reconciliation. And Safe okay. Families is, it's a it's an awesome organization. It's a Christian organization that's designed to help people avoid DCFS. Um, you know, ah, wow. they realize that by meeting some of the basic needs that people have, you can, you can avoid them from getting into situations where there's abuse or neglect. A lot of the moms that we've worked with, it's been poverty has been a factor, um, yep. generational breakdown in their family. Uh, mm-hmm. One of our, our youngest daughter we adopted, and but she came to us originally through Safe Families. Um, okay. And her mom and her grandmother were pregnant at the same time. Wow. And her mom was a teenager living in a halfway house for pregnant teens, and she was a foster child herself. So, I mean, oh sometimes goodness. people just wow. need help stepping in. One of the babies, the mom was homeless, and she was couch surfing, and we picked him up when he was a day old and uh, had him until he was six weeks old, and they're doing great. So a lot of times wow. people just need a little bit of a, a, help, a hand to help Hand up. up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Judy, and and you are. I will echo it. You are amazing, and you're yeah. you're an angel on <laughs> earth. You know, doing some of this stuff because that's tough, and, and especially I would think it would be tough letting them go. It is. Uh, it is really hard. And I yeah. told all the moms that I'm like, I will love them like they're my own the whole time that I have them, and all I ask is that you let me be part of their lives once they go home. Like I just want to know that they're okay, and you know, be able to visit. And so we're blessed to be you know, kind of godparents to these children out there in the world that are with their parents and doing yeah. and so Now, through this experience, do any of these parents come to the Lord or recognize that this is something special? I, I think so. I mean, you know, it, it's hard to gauge. Some of them are a little bit farther away, but I'll never forget when we gave away our the baby that we had for six weeks. And that was probably one of the hardest for me before the one I'm going to have to give away, which I know will be difficult. Um and I, I couldn't stop crying. I couldn't even talk at the exchange because it was so hard. It felt like we were giving away our baby. Yeah, and so right. my husband was able to tell them, he's like, you know, I just want you to know that if you ever wonder if there's a God out there, that there was a God that loved you so much that he made sure that there wasn't a second that your child wasn't loved and taken care of and cared wow. for. And um, and we want you to know that the reason that we do that is because that's what God has called us to do. And, it, and he led us to you for that purpose. So I'm hoping... And we share that testimony with every one of the parents that we come into contact with. Yeah, that's really fabulous. I, you know, Judy, up until I met you, I didn't know anything about this. So how do people, let's let's give a little plug for it. How do people yeah. find out about this? Absolutely. Safe Families <laughs> is an amazing organization. They're all over the country. Um, okay. And, you know, they, they're always looking for volunteers. And volunteering doesn't always mean that you have to take a child into your home. Sometimes they need right. rides to places. Um, sometimes they need just, you know, there's no DCFS money or foster care money. Everything is just volunteer driven. So, you know, sometimes taking clothes over to a host family or supporting them with a meal, you know, different things like that. There's so many ways to participate. Um, and I know they've been trying to get the word out to churches in the area to be able to get more volunteers. So if that's something that people are interested in, um, I can look up the website and provide that 
it would be a great way to get to yeah really that's to fabulous yeah well and send that to olivia and me okay so we I can will. get that in the in the promo and let okay. people know about it that might be uh wondering what what that's all about um also, you know, I'm going to give it out too. faithmarketplace.com. <clears throat> get out there on our website. Check things out. Uh, if you want to get to get a hold of me, the best way right now is going to be to text me. And that's 847-922-1498. Again, 847-922-1498 uh, for anything. But especially if you're interested in G7 networking, okay? So we, we're going to talk a little bit more about that maybe in the next segment. Um, what? So obviously, Judy, you're giving some hope to these people, particularly with safe families, but also in your practice and everything like that, what you're doing. Then how, how do you give us a couple ideas of some folks that you've really been able to inspire, um, maybe examine their own life, maybe uh, – they've come to Christ through not, maybe not necessarily directly through you, but you know that uh, through different channels that all of a sudden they, you know, they came to the Lord. You got any, any things you yeah, can share there? Absolutely. So I, I, um, you know, I grew up in this area. So especially when I have mm -hmm. closings in Lake or Cook County, I love to give my clients recommendations of things to go to things to try. Um, and my church has a lot of great opportunities. So we, you know, we have upwards basketball or we have different, different things going on. Daddy daughter date night. So I'll always invite my clients to things like that. I'll let them know the ah. things that come up. And so actually, I think it was two weeks ago, I ran into my clients at Upper Basketball at my church. And they're like, Judy, remember you told us about this? And we signed, up our, signed our daughter up and, and now we're coming here. Um, oh, wow. So wow. Yeah. So it's been a really great way to you know just say like, hey, if you're new here, I have things you can get plugged into. And um, that's and so I great. Love that there's so many churches in our area that do great outreach events and activities yeah. that we can invite people to. Let me ask you something. Because you're dealing with other professionals, is there ever an opportunity? Now, you know, uh, you know Craig, and Craig's a, a, the president of the networking chapter. He's a great Christian brother and all that. But is there other opportunities, you know, in these in professional environments where often sometimes uh, that gets conversation? You have conversation around that? <clears throat> you know, I'm on, I'm on several boards. So I'm on the board of the Lake County Bar Association. I'm on the board of Waukegan mm -hmm. College. Um, and for all of those, we've been, I've been able to like, I actually bring the baby to meetings and right. it's always been a great way to talk about faith there. Um, and even uh -huh. at Waukegan College, we were able to have them present at my church, um, wow. and to get people involved from my church in Waukegan College. So it's a great bridge into, wow. into an organization that's not, that is secular, but yeah, right. You know, the church yeah. can get involved in helping and and show them who, who we are. Okay, before I run out of time here, I told you, I got a couple I really want to get out of you because you got uh, this, particularly this first one. What wisdom would you have given to your younger self? Because it sounded like you had an interesting teenage years. <laughs> <laughs> I I would have worried less and trusted more. I, I'm definitely, a, I like to be in control. I like to have okay. things all together. And, um, and, you know, I, I like things to go according to a plan. I've always made timelines for myself. And I, a good friend of mine told me once, you know, I don't like to worry twice. So I <laughs> <laughs> I told my clients, I tell them all the time, like, if I'm not worried, you don't need to worry. So right. I know that God always it. comes through. It doesn't always yep. look the way we want it to, but he always comes through. 
That's great wisdom because in those years, there's a lot of worrying going on. Just to, who am I? Identifying who they are. Also, what people are saying about, you, especially right now with this uh, whole thing with the online and you know this anxiety mm-hmm. is going on and just a lot of yeah. stuff. But anyway, uh, okay, cool, interesting, and funny about you. What would you say to that one? Um, I'd probably say. People always find it interesting. I'm Indo-Rican. I'm Indian. My husband's Puerto Rican. And so we have Indo-Rican kids. Our, our family is like the United Nations. We have our two Indo-Rican daughters, our daughter who's African-American, and then right now our little baby who's half, half white and half Mexican. So we're like oh, the United wow. Nations at my house. <laughs> okay. Everyone stay is tuned. We're going to be right back with Judy and a mystery subject. So you got to stay tuned with us or you won't know what the heck we're going to talk about. So you got to come back. Okay. We'll be back in a bit. Um, so Olivia, anytime you're ready. Hey, we're back here with my special guest, Judy Maldano. And we are going to be, she's with the law office of Judy K. Maldano, and we're going to talk about um, something that both of us have in common, and uh, that's how I met Judy, and I, I'm just so grateful that the Lord put her in my path because she's fantastic. I do want to make a correction. I, I misspoke earlier that she was the vice president of the chapter. She's actually the prayer director and a mighty prayer director uh, because we have five leadership positions in, in uh, G, G7 networking. Uh, so there's a president, a vice president, there is an events director, and there is a membership director, and boy, the the power of the prayer director is mighty because she's got a big part in every one of the meetings. But Judy, why don't you share with the audience <clears throat> what got you into G7? How did you even find out about it? Um, so my my friend Craig, who I work with, he's a lender, he, had, he told me about G7, and I've been invited to different networking groups, BNI and, you know, similar type mm-hmm. of groups, and... Um, didn't really feel like that was for me, but I love mm-hmm. the idea of getting together with Christian business leaders in the area and forming yeah. networks and referral relationships um, and then praying over each other's businesses. I'm like, this is mm. such a, such a need in our lives. And um, yeah. one that I, I'm surprised that it took us this long to even tap into, but I love getting to meet new people and knowing that there's so many businesses in our community that are founded on the same Christian principles. Um, it's nice to be able to know, like, if I want to send somebody, you know, there's a difference when you refer to somebody that's, that's a believer. There's a difference in the way that you know that they'll take care of, of the person you're referring. And so to be able to get new, um, new contacts in different fields, get to know them personally. I love that we get to do the triads and the meetings where you get to know them outside of the meeting so that you feel comfortable Mm -hmm. referring to them and uh, developing friendships with them. It's just if it, it, it widens your sphere of yeah. um, of your network, and I, I love it. Yeah, and, and just to put a point, you know, put a sharp point on that. You know, one of the guiding philosophies about that: that the meetings are once a month; they're only ninety minutes. They start on time and end on time. We start with prayer and we end with prayer, and mm-hmm. we have gospel reading during that, and we have a testimony if somebody likes to give up. And I've got to tell you. I have had some testimonies that gave me goosebumps. I mean, when people feel that they're in a safe zone, which they, it just amazes me how quickly people feel safe in the environment that we create with these chapters and how they will be forthcoming and talking about, you know, an issue that they had in their life or whatever the case might be. And there'll be strangers in the room because we invite guests, right? Uh, Because we're building out these chapters. 
But the thing that really we emphasize, one of the things we emphasize most between those meetings is getting together with two one-on-one with somebody else or a triad where there's three of them. And the total emphasis of that meeting is relationships before referrals, getting Mm -hmm. to know people on a personal level. And I think that's oftentimes what's missing in a lot of the networking I've seen. Uh, I call them drive-by networkings. And you get so much richer, you know, particularly when you know that the foundational stuff of this is really biblical principles, how to run, you know, a a kingdom, you know, honoring business, and also praying for each other. Now, you know that I have, uh, particularly for me this last year, going through some of the health problems and the outpouring. Judy, I was so humbled by what happened to me, the cards, the letters, the text messages, flowers showing up, food showing up on my door. I had never experienced anything like that before. Mm. And so that profoundly touched me, believe yeah. me. And the uh, unfortunately, the second thing is I had to, uh, good Lord had to sit me down and make sure that I had some patience <laughs> because my loving bride was a combination between a caring angel and Nurse Ratchet, you know. <laughs> so uh, she, she really had to put the slowdown on me. So that was great. But uh, what else is, you know, <clears throat> the other thing, let's talk about the app, too, because this is highly unusual, right? What, do, what, what the, Particularly for you and in, in your portion, what goes in the app, you know, that's important? Well, I love, I mean, that you can put prayer concerns in there, uh, prayer mm-hmm. requests. And, and so even in the month that you're not seeing everybody, you can always right. be praying for each other, which is awesome. Um, right. You can put in your referrals directly in there. You can invite people. Directly, and then I yep. love that they have they give you access to all of the I can't think of the name right now, the uh, media resource. Right now, yeah, right now, right media. now, media, yes, yeah, and so you have access <clears throat> to all of these Bible studies and videos and Christian content um, that would be very expensive to buy a, a membership to on your own, <laughs> but is included with right. the G Seven membership, and I, I love that. Right, yeah. And we have a Read It To Me Now, where you can take uh, top books that are out there and actually break it down into cliff notes and have it audibly read to you, like a 600-page book comes in 15 pages that we read to you. And that's phenomenal. Yeah, that's a really great uh, brand-new service and a a new thing for us. Um, And also, you know, uh, our our, – well, we're – we had our first mixer, and you were there at the mixer, right? So uh, what did you feel about the presence of that and what was going on there? I actually wasn't able to make it to the mixer because I just had oh. surgery. But oh, that's right. I heard oh, my about gosh. it. I heard it was great. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we had over 75. We had 75 people show up, and five people showed up, found it online. And, again, wow. that is g7networking.com, g7networking.com. That's where you go to find us online. We've got Eventbrite out there, too, so that if you want to come to uh, the Gurney chapter, you go in there into the G7 uh, uh, app, and you check on resources or where locations. You type Gurney in there, it will pop up. You can go in there and see when their meetings are. You can uh, register and show up. I mean, we've had, well, matter of fact, we had at one of the meetings, we had two people show up that found us on the web, right? Yeah. And one of absolutely. them, I think, became a member. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, was it, I think his name was Eric, was it? Or, or the young guy that came um, that has the solar panel? The solar yeah. panels? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He came. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody even, else? I don't know anybody else. We've had last week. There was, um, I mean, it's there's always. I like the growth segments where you know somebody talks right. about something that'll help your business, and yep. 
And that's always really helpful. I mean, I think everybody, every one of us walks away with something that you got from that meeting. I like that it's yep. not just the referrals. It's, it's you're learning yep. something to grow your business. You're learning something spiritually. We have, you know, our time, our devotional time with, with God first to begin yep. the time together. And um, I just don't think there's anything out there like this yep. ever before for Christian <laughs> business people. Yep. You know, you kind of yeah. think like you have to do this on your own. You're figuring it out. And to know that there's a way to support each other and grow together yeah. has been huge. So we got six chapters here in Chicagoland area. Uh, folks, so we have Aurora, we have a new chapter in Crystal Lake, we've got Gurney, Libertyville, and we have, uh, who am I missing, uh, Palatine, and a new chapter at, we call Chicago One, downtown on the north side of Chicago. So any of those areas, if you're listening to this and you're hearing about it and you're curious about it, again, you can call me, text me, 847-922-1498. I'll be more than happy to share information with you. Go out and check out the website, g7networking.com. we got lots of stuff out there for you to look at. we got a new video out there, too, which really is cool. Uh, it really actually was filmed showing you what, a, what all goes on in one of these things and what the emphasis is and why – we're so passionate about that because you're absolutely right, Judy. There is nothing like this. You know, I've been on the radio, I have that radio program for 10 years, and I interview people from all over the country, and I can tell you firsthand that there's nothing like this that I'm aware of, not in the scope of what this does. I mean, there's different things, and I've been involved in a couple of groups, but not as much as what this is to rely on. I can't believe our time was up already. Well, folks, get out there. We're going to be back here again next week. Uh, you got to look for our podcast now. We uh, our my uh, uh, studio assistant here, Olivia. She is working on like feverishly getting us on a YouTube channel and all the kind of platforms we're going to have. We're going to put it out there. And Judy, I just can't thank you enough. This has been fabulous, and the work you're doing and how you approach your business is just inspirational. I hope that the audiences get an opportunity. If you need a good attorney, get out there and check out Judy. <laughs> she gave you all her credentials. Go out there and check her out online. And we're going to be back here again next week look for our podcasts out there by the way too we're on google we're now on itunes and soon to be more and we're going to be adding more to those so and you can go right to the faithmarketplace.com website you can hit the button up there and by the way you got a few extra pennies or folding bills and you're uh, you know we do take donations so we'd appreciate that also so i'm bob labert again faith marketplace radio thank you bob